Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode five of the Generation GC podcast. My name is Molly Huddleston. I am your host. And this week, we will be talking about 1979 from the album Cardiology. My guest this week is Cassie Werner, and we have an awesome conversation coming up. Now, this episode was recorded back in March, so I just wanted to come on and share some updates and information with everyone. First, thank you to Benji Madden for shouting out the show on Twitter. That was such a cool thing to see for him to say Generation GC is his current favorite podcast. I hope I can continue to do justice to Good Charlotte. Uh, It's so incredible, such an honor to see that he is taking the show. Thank you also to Andrew Wendowski at Music Mayhem for writing such an awesome article about Generation GC. I'll link it below, but please read it. It tells you everything you could need to know. If any other writers or bloggers want to do a post about Generation GC, hit me up. It's been a lot of fun seeing people all over the world connecting with the show. I have got it up on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, and also now on YouTube. So this should reach people in a whole lot of different countries. But if you have any other suggestions of places people might listen to podcasts, let me know. If you like the show and want to support it, you can donate on Anchor. You absolutely do not have to do this, but if you do choose to support the show with a monthly donation, that will help sustain all future episodes and ensure that I can really make them the best that they can be. I'm working on audio quality and editing. That's definitely been a big learning curve, a huge learning process for me, but I'm hoping to continue improving and just making this show sound awesome. It also helps me do things like print Generation GC stickers. If you support the show, please email me, generationgcpod at gmail.com, or send me a DM with a screenshot of your support as well as your mailing address so I can send you some stickers. If you're not a supporter of the show, but you want to get a sticker, you can, I don't know, I guess Venmo me a dollar or so to cover shipping and printing costs and send me your address. We'll figure it out so I can still get you stickers, even if you're not able to do a monthly donation. Once I build up the supporters a little bit and get to 10 people who are supporting it with a $4.99 or more donation per month, I am going to start doing monthly donations to charities. I think it's really important to give back. There's a lot of people that could use help, a lot of organizations that are doing great work. So please also let me know what causes you would want to help support any charities that you know of, maybe local or smaller organizations that could really use even a small donation every month. Thank you so much for sticking with me and listening so far. Please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider and rate and review it. You can keep up with what we're doing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Generation GC Pod. Please also share this episode and share the show with a friend who loves Good Charlotte. Word of mouth is a great form of advertising. I don't know about you guys, but I love hearing recommendations for new bands, new albums, new TV shows, new podcasts from my friends. Because your friends, they know what you like. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what you think of the show, what you want to hear on the show, what kind of guests you want to hear from, or... Maybe if there's anyone specific that you're like, wow, it would be so cool to have this specific person on Generation GC talking about Good Charlotte. 
let me know. Please reach out to me on social media. Thank you so much for listening to this intro, and now on to our episode. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Generation GC podcast. We are talking about 1979 this week, and my guest is Cassie Werner. Cassie, hello. Hi. So Cassie is a friend of mine. We connected several years back uh, on the internet just about music and largely about Good Charlotte and as soon as I came up with the idea for this podcast, I, of course, was like, Cassie, I need to have you on. So I'm so glad we get to do this. Yes, I'm so happy. So, yes, we are talking about 1979. It is track 12 on Good Charlotte's fifth album, Cardiology. It follows Interlude, The Fifth Chamber. So it's kind of the intro to the second half of the album. They've they had done I think it I think this was their third album in a row that had like an intro track because the Young and the Hopeless had a new beginning, Chronicles had Once Upon a Time, and then this album had Introduction to Cardiology. But then this time we also get the interlude. Hey guys, editing Molly coming in here. Just coming in to say I noticed a mistake in what I said on the episode. Cardiology is Good Charlotte's fourth album in a row to use an intro track. The Young and the Hopeless had a new beginning. Chronicles of Life and Death had Once Upon a Time, The Battle of Life and Death. Good Morning Revival had Good Morning Revival. And Cardiology had Introduction to Cardiology. All right, now back to our episode. It was released as a single in August 2011. The album had come out in October 2010. It did not really chart in the U.S. The album hit number three in Australia, but it was only number 31 in the U.S. But this was that point where Good Charlotte was super huge in Australia and, and in Europe, but definitely really big in Australia, but had kind of fallen off in the U.S., the song is pretty much acoustic guitar. It has such a throwback feeling, and the song itself is super nostalgic. Cassie, so you and I have bonded over being big fans of Good Charlotte, and when I told you I wanted to do a podcast specifically about something from cardiology, you said you wanted to talk about 1979. Why did you want to talk about this song in particular? The song... Um, like hit me the most out of the whole record. I just like the acoustic beginning of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, the 1979 is such like a significance to like the band, like especially like Benji and Joel. Yeah. year they were born. Um, You know, the song talks about like their parents, Roger and Robin. Yeah. And it, it talks about, the their parents but it gives like a positive take on things right which is very different from i think really like any other song where they've talked about especially their dad you know they had thank you mom on the first record but there's so many songs about their dad um and we're gonna dive a lot into that but one thing i've had a lot of fun asking people is when did you first hear good charlotte and what were your first thoughts on them 
The first time I ever heard them was when I saw um, the Lifestyle the Rich and Famous video. Okay. The thing that really stuck out to me was like, Benji's like Liberty Spikes. I was like, oh my yes, God. Yes, the like, Liberty oh. Spikes. I'm like, who is this band? Actually, when I found out that like it was them, I was like, oh wait, I've actually heard, like I, I remember hearing like little things before too. And my yeah. first thought was like, I have to know this band. Like I, I need to buy this record. Like I, I need it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people kind of got into them around that time. Like they got super into good Charlotte around the young and the hopeless. And then they were like, Oh yeah, I did hear that, that song little things. You're like, I know that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, I, I didn't really know who that band was, but like, Oh, okay. Now, now I remember. So cardiology was their fifth album. It, worth noting that it was their only release on Capitol Records after they had put out their first four on Epic Daylight. And it was a really, like, I don't want to say different because in a lot of ways it goes back to their roots of just very, the, the, the songwriting, I think in a way, but right. I think the songwriting has a lot to do with their roots, but the sound is just, like really diff like it's just it's really like dancey and like poppy like but it's it's but, like but it's there's like, a little bit of like pop like yeah like they're pop punk in it too it's it's like i have categorized this album as pop rock and it definitely has a lot of dancey and upbeat and a lot of super nostalgic songs but right like Good Morning Revival was also super dancey, but it was a lot more like electronic and moody. Yes. And Good Morning Revival, I don't think was as nostalgic of a record. And a lot of this record is like kind of looking looking back, I think. Yes. I, I definitely have to agree. So let's let's talk about what this song means. I mean, it it's well known, I think, that, you know, Benji and Joel did not have a good home life growing up. I, I mean, little things, complicated, story of my old man, emotionless, Christmas by the phone, and then later on, Leech. Uh, there was also that song, Hey Dad, which was, I don't know if that was a demo. Like, I had a live recording of Hey Dad, but I don't know if that was ever on an actual release. But... Then this song is about the happier times. What was your reaction like when you first heard this song? What, you know, knowing, of course, knowing a lot about their their backstory, what was your reaction to hearing like such a, a happy song? Um, actually I had it on repeat like a couple of times, like listen to like the lyrics and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was just really I was excited to hear it, like, because you, you don't, you never really, like, heard, like, those, like, like, happy parts. Yeah. Like, they always expressed about, like, all the dark parts, so it was mm -hmm. just, it was really nice to just, like, I, I was happy, like, and I was, like, emotional at the same time. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I remember feeling happy, but it was, like, so new to me. I think like hearing, yes. hearing like, like new, it was just really new. You know, it, it's like, you feel like, okay, this is just the, and actually, the facts that they had a, a rough 
home life and and you don't necessarily consider that there are good times too right and this song actually has like both parents in it it's not just about like yes. their mom and their dad like it's like it's both of them yes and i mean they had thank you mom about their mom on the first record which is such a sweet track just dedicated to their wonderful mom robin but yeah that's that's a good point that they have all these other songs about their dad but it's a lot of like well this is how my dad affected me or you know affected me and my my brother but this is the only song i think the only song that really gets into like their parents relationship together yes it is so do you have any personal memories or stories that you want to share about 1979? Um, I don't know. I just remember like when I first heard it, like I just had it on repeat like for a while. Yeah. I was like, this is my favorite song off the record. Just cause like, I think like the whole like acoustic, like the whole acoustic part mm-hmm. of it too, just like, this I you could just tell that it was just a really special song like off the record like there's a lot of really special songs out there but I'm just oh yeah I just felt and the story to it too like yeah every time you listen to it it's just like you like notice like a different different part of the song like I actually like listened to like the whole record before we did this just to like refresh myself because it had been a while well what I did so I've been like every time I record one of these, I will spin the whole record of whatever we're talking about and watch the music video. And then for this, I queued up, you know, a couple of songs that I of theirs that I felt like were around this theme. So, because I wanted to sort of look at how I, I guess how they've changed, and I feel like I feel like this is. I don't know, almost the only album where I wouldn't say they're angsty, you know, like this whole I album. Definitely, I definitely have to agree. And I noticed too, this is the last album they put out before they went on hiatus. Like, yes, you know, in this. So let's talk about this music video for the song, which I honestly didn't even know they'd put out a music video or, or maybe I forgot about it, but they filmed this video June, 2011 tucson arizona they were on tour with yellow card and runner runner uh and then i guess the video came out probably the next month july or something and then they went on hiatus that september yes so i don't think they've ever played this song live uh i have never seen them play it live i looked on setlist.fm i didn't see it have you ever seen them play the song live no, I've I've never seen them play it live. Yeah, it'd be it, really cool to see it live, though. It would be cool. Man, I would when I when they did the Youth Authority tour like that that fall, fall two thousand sixteen. I had VIP with my friend, and they busted out Seasons acoustic. Oh my gosh! Uh, yes, gosh, like what I wouldn't give for like a proper GC acoustic set, and not just like acoustic versions of you know, lifestyles or whatever, but uh, like all of the acoustic songs that they have, right? Right. Like, 
this right. and seasons oh seasons man that song uh <laughs> but i don't know i think it's kind of funny that this is this was a single but it was never played live but i, I mean also you know looking at the timing of when it was released as a single and then going on hiatus like a month later. Right. I don't think there was possibly like a chance for it to be played live. Like, right. You know? Right. Um, I want to dive into the production of this album a little bit. So pre-production for this album started in March, 2009 with producer Howard Benson and I had known, and I, I learned a little bit more about this as I was just researching for this episode. Benji was particularly hesitant. He did not really like stuff Howard Benson had done in the past. They were mostly done with the album when Benson wanted to remove the first two verses of 1979 that had some very important lyrics. So I... I don't know how much they've spoken. I don't know if you can recall like how much they've spoken in interviews about like which songs that ended up on the album. I mean, obviously 1979, but which other songs that ended up on the album were produced or or written in any way with Howard Benson or, or which came after when they ultimately recorded with Don Gilmore. But I don't know. I think it's interesting to me that this was recorded with Don Gilmore who had done the first record and then good morning revival. And then this, all of which are such different sounding records. Wouldn't you say? Right. Definitely. There, but this song also does go back into their roots. So maybe they like want yes. to make, do it extra special with like somebody they've been, I mean, they gave him like a shout out. And the little things, music video, yes. like the principal. <laughs> I done. love that. Oh my god, um, I loved that. Me too. Oh my god, me too. When I when I first saw that video, I don't think I knew who had produced the record. But then, as soon as I like actually realized the connection, I was like, oh my god, that's so funny. Right. I know they're always about giving shout outs. Like, yeah, so but awesome. but that's that's a good point, and I feel like they knew that Don Gilmore was someone they were comfortable with. And right, they, and it's a super, like, I feel like a lot of songs in this record are personal, but I definitely oh, yeah, like that was one of the more, like, personal ones. Well, and it's personal in, I think, not the way that people necessarily maybe expect. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think by this point, people kind of expected Good Charlotte to talk about broken homes and they expected good Charlotte to talk about, you know, not, not fitting in and feeling like an outsider and feeling depressed and overwhelmed. People did not expect good Charlotte to talk about their, their happy, happy childhood times. I don't think they expected good Charlotte to, to write a song about, you know, their, their daughter, Harlow's song. Right. Yeah. So, They had parted ways with Epic Records and eventually signed to Capitol Records for this album. But this was the only thing they ever did with Capitol Records. I read a (laughs) review of this album. The reviews of this album were not nice. Have you read a lot of reviews of this record? 
I haven't. No. Yeah, don't, because they're they're not nice. Uh, and and good Charlotte. I mean, Cassie, you and I have talked about this, but Good Charlotte has never been a band that I think is lauded by critics or or really appreciated by critics. I, I think everyone knows that. Right. But, I, def- I definitely have to agree. <laughs> yeah. This album, I think, got some particularly not nice reviews. And, you know, I, I don't want to be like, oh, I get it. Because, no, I think it's a great album. Um, Consequence of Sound, which it's, like, wild to me that Consequence of Sound would even review this record because I don't know I feel like consequence of sound you think of them as kind of pretentious sort of like pitchfork maybe a little less pretentious than pitchfork but that's kind of the impression that I've always had and you know good Charlotte is so not pretentious or anything but they reviewed this record they did say that this song could be a hit single or it could have been a hit single but Again, you know, by the time the single was released, they were just about going on hiatus. Like, it, it, my birthday was August 30th, and it was not even a week later, I think, that they announced they were going on hiatus. So there, like, wasn't momentum. What do you think, Cassie, if they hadn't gone on hiatus, what do you think this song, do you think that this song would have I don't know, like a different kind of place in their career? Do you think it would have gotten more popularity if they hadn't gone on hiatus right then? I definitely think it would. I think a lot of like fans that have been following them from like the beginning mm-hmm. would would really appreciate it. And just, I yeah. feel like it'd be, I'd be, it'd be like on repeat, repeat, like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I- it'd be definitely one of the, more more popular. I think it'd be probably like more popular than all the other singles that they released for it. Because especially too, like the whole acoustic part too. Like every a lot everybody loves acoustic. Yeah. You know? the, the other song the other singles from this album, it was like like it's her birthday, I think Alive. Was Alive a single? And I think No. Um like it's her birthday was on like it's her birthday was, i forget which other i ones. think sex on the radio sex on the radio was yeah oh yeah 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 and then um but but it's funny because none of those like it's her birthday and sex on the radio aren't like the sentimental songs right they're more like dancey and just right yeah yeah right. and mm-hmm. i wonder i wonder too like what would the trajectory of this this album have been if they put out a sentimental single earlier, you know? Right. Yeah. Like what if, what if this was a single, you know, when the album, because I, I remember leading up to this, they were talking in, in interviews and online and stuff about how this was going to be the album where they went back to their roots in a lot of ways. And I feel like they definitely do. And that they got away from the dancey stuff, but I feel like this, definitely feels like more polished than like the first record because the first record is very much like pop punk and very angsty and very it feels like the the first record feels like it was a lot made to 
express feelings and things that had happened versus this record feels more like it's trying to capture, I think, a certain sound. Yes, I definitely have to agree with that. So we are, I mean, this this fall will be 10 years since Cardiology was released. How has this song held up for you over time? Um, honestly, it, it feels the same as it did the first day mm-hmm. I listened to it. Like, I just, I just love it. I just, I feel like, like any record of theirs, like I listen to it, like it's the first time I ever listened to it. Yeah. Like it, no, nothing changes. Like I, sometimes I maybe like feel it more depending mm-hmm. on like my mood, but it's just this, the same way that I felt when I first listened to it. Which is an amazing feeling. Like that's what they always do. Like they all, they just have, they just do that for me. Yeah, I I I will agree but also disagree slightly in that I think for me I have actually liked this song a lot more over time. When this record first came out, I I didn't vibe with this song a ton, which is so strange like especially as I look back because I've always loved the acoustic stuff and and acoustic versions that they would do. But over time, I've come to appreciate this a lot more. And I feel like, you know, when I did an episode recently talking about the Chronicles of Life and Death, I really realized, like, how much just me kind of growing as a person and, like, getting older has kind of impacted how I see things. But this song, I think, is really a standout example of something that, like, I didn't necessarily appreciate when it first came out but now I'm like shit this is such a good song yes so just a couple more questions for you Cassie what has good Charlotte meant to you over the years and how has that changed or has that changed at all oh my goodness (laughs) big question I'll try and make this as short as possible yeah um um, I don't even know where to start. Like, what do they mean? They mean everything to me. Like, mm-hmm. I honestly wouldn't be the person that I am talking yeah. here right now if it weren't for them. Like, they've shaped me in so many ways. Like, they've always been there for me. Like, not just music, but like just like the people that they are. Like, mm-hmm. See, it's just seeing like, them as like role models. Like, I can't. It's it's kind of like it's really hard to explain it's it's kind of almost like I can't even explain it anymore it's just like it's something that like I feel like yeah I feel like you and like other like GC fans and other GC that, fans get it yeah <laughs> that, that, that have a favorite band like that yeah just know. like when you know you know and honestly like I always knew from the start like how much I love them was never gonna change it's just always gonna oh, yeah. grow like so many people always used to tell me like it's just a phase like you're you're no. dying like and I'm like it's not a phase like it's like it, it when you have a favorite band like it's just yeah those people that I are can't. like oh my favorite right. band changes like every two right. years I'm like no no <laughs> and I like, get, like you know I've had different different artists that have come up that are like I, I would say walk the moon and angels and airwaves are very 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 much up there for me but they, they're like no one's ever gonna top good charlotte i don't think me too like i don't know it's been people, it's been a lot of years at this point <laughs> right 
Like I have favorite bands, like bands sure. with it with an S. Yeah. But my favorite band. Yeah. To like, because Charlotte forever. Yeah. Like it's never and it's it's never changed. It's never going to change. It's always yep. going to be good Charlotte. Like I don't feel any different about them now. Like I just continuously like love them more and more and more and more and more and more and more. Yeah. Like every day. <laughs> awesome. I, I totally get that. So mm-hmm. any last words about 1979, about Good Charlotte, or about yourself that you want to share? Um, just everybody listen to 1979 after they <laughs> listen to this podcast. And honestly, listen to the whole record because it, it is it's really good front to back. It's, it's so good. And I think it's kind of a forgotten record in a lot of ways. Honestly. I, I feel like that too. But like when you dive back and listen to it, like I had forgotten about like how good a lot of the songs are there too. Like I was listening oh to like stand, standing ovation. Oh my God. Standing ovation. Yeah. Like it's just, I don't know. It's just, it, it puts you in your feel. It's just, you just have to listen to it. Just everybody yeah. just go listen to it after they, <laughs> listen, after they listen to this podcast. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Cassie, thank you so much. Where can people find you on thank the internet? You. Um, you can look me up on Twitter and Instagram. I actually run, um, promotion page called aesthetic heart Promotions. You can, um, look it up. It's, um, aesthetic heart P on Instagram, um, aesthetic heart promo on Twitter and then just aesthetic heart promotions on Facebook and my personal like, um, usernames and stuff are linked inside everything. Awesome. Cassie, thank uh, you so much. Uh, anyone- thank you for having me. Oh my God, Cassie, I am so glad I could have you. Like I, I knew that I obviously had to, to have you. You love this band just like I do. Yes. Uh, anyone listening, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure you're subscribed on iTunes and Spotify if you're not already. You can also follow Generation GC on Twitter or Instagram at Generation GC Pod P O D on both, and I'm at M Huddleson M H U D E L S O N on both Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will hit you next week. Bye.